Hi everyone, welcome to the Heads or Tails podcast hosted by myself, Matt McClory. Well, welcome to another episode of Heads or Tails. I'm excited to talk about leadership today, but specifically talking about stewarding growth. Stewarding growth, being a good steward of the growth that God is giving you. Are you experiencing growth right now? Um, in your team, your business, your leadership, your life? Uh, are you seeing growth? Are you experiencing growth? Let's talk about how you steward it well. Let's talk about some of the things that I believe that God shows you. I was inspired by a scripture in 1 Corinthians 12, 27. This is the Apostle Paul talking about, he's just finished talking about the, 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 the members of the body of Christ using the example of a physical body different parts having different roles it says this in verse 27 now you are the body of christ and individually members of it and god has appointed in the church first apostles second prophets the teachers then miracles then gifts of healing helping administrating and various kinds of tongues are you all apostles are all prophets are all teachers do all work miracles do all possess gifts of healing do all speak in tongues do all interpret but earnestly desire the higher gifts and I will show you a still more excellent way. I was just drawn into that part of the passage, but earnestly desire the higher gifts and I will show you a still more excellent way. One of the things I think we have to remind ourselves of in leadership and in roles of leadership and in growing teams and running teams and leading companies, leading churches and whatnot, is it doesn't matter where we are at, there's still a more excellent way. There is still a higher, you know, echelon. There is always a place to go. And I've found that the connection between where I am now and where I feel God is giving me the opportunity to go the tether or the tension or the potential is in stewardship. How well am I stewarding the growth? So I want to talk today about what are some of the challenges we experience as, as, as growth comes for a leader, but then also talk about how to manage it, how to go forward. Okay. So, you know, we're the type of people when it comes to, um, you know, we're the type of team here at Colonial when it comes to to the season we're in. Um, we're a growing church. We're experiencing growing things. Um, but one thing I said to our team was, let's not ignore the tension. Let's not ignore the growth. Let's not ignore the season. Uh, let's acknowledge it. We're in a good place. It represents some challenges, but there's some things for us to step into. Um, but this is what I said to our team. This is what I'd love to say to you is just get into your spirit. I can't stay here. I can't go back, but I can't also stay here in this season because growth is coming, opportunities presenting itself. Now I get the opportunity to steward it well. Um, we will always have to revisit this as leaders of any, any significant size, ministries, businesses or whatnot. The challenges with growth is accepting that you cannot stay here. This is no longer where you're going to be, but God is taking you further in your journey. So what are some of the challenges that come with growth? What are some of the things we see and we notice? Um, what are some of the things that kind of kind of flow into our world 
that maybe you become aware of as you're growing. Uh, I believe this can apply to businesses, to individual lives, to teams, to to churches, um, to whatever area of leadership that God has for you. But with growth comes change and pressure points are usually what what are noticed as we grow. Um, I'd love it if you could write this thought down. If you've got a pen, write this down. Old systems don't always work in new seasons. Old systems don't always work in the new seasons. I didn't say they don't work at all, but they don't. sometimes they don't. So there are some things for us as a church that are just tried and true. You know, we'll always meet on a Sunday. We'll always have worship services. Um, but there are just times, I believe as part of stewarding growth, where you have to reevaluate, re-engineer, overhaul, come up with new things, pioneer, innovate, new systems because a new season is just around the corner. Um, so what are some of the challenges of growth? Okay. What, what are some of the things that you may have experienced some of these? You might be seeing these things right now. I think generally speaking, when it comes to growth, it's a lot harder to keep up with people. There's just more people in your world. For us as a church, that's kind of a reality. It's new season of growth. There's more people encountering God. If there's more things that are happening in our world, um, you know, it's, it just means that it's going to be a little bit harder. It's going to be, it's going to be, there's going to be more people to keep up with. It's fairly simple math. Um, something else, it's, it's also then harder to, to, to ensure that everyone is looking up, being looked after. So there's more people coming and then the people that are coming, are we able to look after them knowing everyone's okay? That's, that's a challenge that growth brings. Um, growth also brings this challenge that it's more difficult to identify leaders that are coming through. So, you know, if your team is expanding, if you're seeing more people on the field, sometimes it's hard to figure out who are the right people that you're called to raise up. That you that that you that you need to take. You know, leadership development is 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 a challenge as as things grow. Um, what's another one? Sometimes in church life, this is definitely true. But you can lose sight of the one as the many grows. So as the many grow, sometimes you can lose sight of the individual. And that's why we as a church want to continue to build that culture that we care about the one. God cares about the one. He leaves the 99 to go after the one. He rejoices when he finds the one. We have to be leaders that, yes, there's lots of people, but we've individually as team players, as leaders, as people that are helping to shepherd and guide the church. But we're also aware of and see the one as well as the many. Um, another challenge is keeping commitment level high. Um, this really comes back to dedication of team, excellence, keeping the commitment level high. Um, it's easier as a staff and a core team as, as things get bigger to say, well, that's not my job. Um, you know, as a staff here at Colonial, I remember in the early, you know, the early couple of years of church, like it was kind of like you didn't, you didn't really get, no one said that because, I mean, you know, it's just two people, you know, on team. And it's just like, well, are you doing it or I'm doing it? And, you know, and and that was just just that season of, of growth. That's where we were as, as a team. And so when there's only a few people, you know, there's only a few people in the room, then everyone's doing something. But as you grow, um, obviously people are put into position and you have a role and, you know, volunteer teams, people are over the hosting or kids ministry or youth house and so as you grow you have more people taking care of specific things but what we really really want to be careful of as we steward growth 
is not to allow a compartmentalized mentality or siloed mentality where you no longer care about the whole. So you might have your thing, but if you see someone else's thing maybe waning or struggling, do you step in? Do you have the kind of heart posture that says, okay, um, you know, that might be someone else's job, but this is really all our jobs. This is what we do. Um, you know, even even though we are specialized. So they're just some challenges that growth brings. What is it going to take then? Now that we know some challenges, we understand what it takes. We understand what what the uh, what the landscape looks like. If we if we see the challenges of growth, and then we we desire to to go down the more excellent way and the higher gifting and and go after the greater thing and believe for more. What's it going to take to steward growth well? I've got a few ideas for us. Just a few, this, you know, just 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 for this podcast, just a few. First is this: when it comes to stewarding growth well, don't get comfortable. So as things are going up, as things are doing well, um, there can sometimes be a sense of, "Well, it's cool, we got this," but that kind of attitude, that kind of spirit, will just stunt the growth of the organization or the church. That comfort spirit. I said this just at a church actually I spoke at in Miami last weekend, but I just felt like the Lord put this on my heart. But comfort is the great enemy of spiritual breakthrough. If you if you're looking for breakthrough, if you're going after it, can I just think if if you're if you're expecting things to get better spiritually, if you find yourself comfortable, you won't find much breakthrough happening there. I mean, it's just human nature for us to grow comfortable. And to want to seek comfort, and and there are certainly certainly times when familiarity and comfort is a good thing. Um, you know, I don't want someone to ever feel like they can't be comfortable in our church. Um, but when it comes to growing and having the kind of attitude, if we just accept things for the way they are, we've grown comfortable. Then I don't believe that is stewarding growth well at all. So don't get comfortable. Got to ask yourself: Am I getting comfortable? Am I set in my ways? Um, that attitude or that spirit will certainly stunt the growth of the church or the team. So number one, don't get comfortable. Number two, you got to innovate and redesign the way you do things. So when it comes to stewarding growth well, I really, really encouraged our team, let's ask the hard questions. Could I do this better? Um, is there a better way of doing this? Verse 31 but earnestly desire the higher, higher gifts and I will show you a still more excellent way. I just love that because I think that there are times and there are seasons when we can look at things still holding on to the why. This is why we do it, but finding a more excellent way, desiring to, to see it get better, whatever the thing, the team, the process, the... The, hey, look, this is the way we approach an event or this is the way we step into a marketing campaign or this is the way that we, um, you know, onboard a new team member. Let's not just accept the status quo and the way we've always done things, but let's innovate because as we innovate, I believe we'll grow well and we'll steward the growth God's giving us. Um, here's something that I've noticed about innovation and redesign and stuff like that as it re relates to church is this is we'll look at redesign, we'll look at innovation, but we don't implement because sometimes that means change and change can be uncomfortable at first. I just want to encourage you as you listen to this podcast, don't be afraid of change. Change is actually the only constant. 
Um, change is one of the things that when you come around it, understand it, uh, you can realize how well it can bless someone. I've seen in church life the way that things being changed regularly and consistently in a healthy and positive way actually contributes to the growth and the health and the building of the church. I think it's the same in business, looking for a fresh uh, way of seeing a marketing campaign or coming around social media. Um, for us in discipleship, there are some tried and true things, but maybe maybe there are some new ways that we can get the word out or get in touch with people. So don't get comfortable. Look at innovation, redesign the way you do things. That's a good way to steward growth well. And then number three, I'll finish here, is this. Whatever you do, don't get offended. You probably didn't think that that's what I was going to say. But don't get offended when growth comes and things need to change. Sometimes new ways require bigger thinking and bigger spirits. Some of the qualities of great leaders that I've noticed is they're big-spirited, they're open-minded, they're able to course-correct quickly, pivot, but they don't get caught in small puddles, but they know how to keep going and they realize that change isn't about them, but it's about the mission or it's about the goal or the vision of the organization. And when we keep those things in perspective, I believe it helps us stay unoffended. Uh, Pastor Brian Houston said this one time, he said, a mature Christian seasoned in the word of God has no reasonable excuse to live their life offended. You know, for us as leaders, we've just got to let offense roll off the back. Um, the opportunity will certainly present itself in life. I mean, I just think about how many times I've, I've had the opportunity to become an offended person and feel offended and have my feelings hurt um, in seven years of leading Colonial Church and all the people that, that we've had the, the privilege of being around. You know, offense is just one step away. It seems like it's always there. Um, offense is known. You know, when you understand that word biblically, it's known as a bait, as a trap, as a, as, a, as a snare that's set up for us to step into. We've just got to be careful to never let, never let that be an option. Um, keeping our thinking fresh, our, our thoughts good, um, you know, taking our thoughts captive and making them obedient to Christ. Can I just encourage you? The enemy will try to get you offended. It's one of his greatest goals. He loves offended Christians. He loves, even better, offended Christian leaders. Because what, is, what does that mean? It means that you're ineffective. It means that you've got walls up. It means that you you got maybe bitterness or resentment in your heart. But when it comes to shielding growth well, offense is one of the things that will take you off track. Offense is, is one of the ways that you will absolutely step out of the lane that God has for you as you steward your growth well. Because you, because that's, that's what offense does. It just takes you out of the middle of what God has for you. Um, offense comes sometimes if you're not careful when you get told to do something differently. So a new system, new innovation, new way of doing things, don't get offended. Uh, you know, when your pastor says we can do better, don't get offended. Um, you know, when people overlook the work you've done and only focused on what hasn't happened, please don't get offended because it's, that, it's, it's about the mission. It's not about you. And sometimes in church life, we can allow ourselves to go there. But let's be big people. Let's understand the power of growing well. Stewarding growth well can happen when we focus on things like not growing comfortable, constantly looking at the way we do things, and obviously never getting offended as we do it. 
God bless. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Subscribe, like, share, get get this podcast out there. Reach out to us as well. Let us know what you think. Give us a rating and I'll catch you on the next episode. Well, thanks for listening today. We pray that this episode encourages you and helps you in your own leadership journey. We'd love for you to subscribe and why don't you leave us a review. Until next time, much love. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't live in St. Augustine, Florida, I want to invite you to join us for online church. Every Sunday, our 10 a.m. service is live streamed via the Colonial YouTube channel, and we would love for you to be a part of all that God is doing. So consider this your personal invite. Go check it out. Link is in the description of this episode.